Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this wonderful Tuesday morning. I trust everybody uh, had a good nice rest last night and uh, wish I had it. It was a really, really bad, 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 terrible night for me last night. I was in excruciating pain. I can't put into words how bad I hurt and uh, almost uh, didn't uh, do the devotions this morning. I'm exhausted and tired and uh, I'm not in a good mood. <laughs> And so, uh, but I felt like, uh, I felt bad to miss since we missed, uh, all of last week. And, uh, but I am really need covet your prayers this morning, uh, guys. It's, uh, I'm really, uh, really having a rough time. The old devil is attacking hard and, uh, I'm, I'm really struggling. Uh, so, uh, keep me in your prayers, but appreciate you all tuning in this morning. Uh, let's see who all we got here. We got Miss Amy Oaks Turner. Darlene Barker, uh, Jennifer Honeycutt. At least that's, I see that there's more than that watching, but I, that's all the names that I see. So I appreciate uh, you all. And Darlene wants prayers for a co-worker. It's uh, having a baby, so they'll be praying for that uh, as well this morning. Well, uh, let's go ahead and let's do our uh, Pledge of Allegiance, if we may. So if you have the ability to stand, please do so. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for that pledge this morning. Good morning, Miss Angel Dixon. I appreciate you commenting there. But, uh, yeah, we, uh, our world is in chaos, and uh, this shouldn't be anything for... Uh, um, it should be surprising, I guess I should say, with everything that's happening right now. Uh, you know, uh, we are, I do believe wholeheartedly, we're in the last days. And uh, I tell you what, that uh, I have to really pray for my temper uh, when I see people like Maxine Waters out there inciting a riot. Uh, the hate uh, that is out there, it just... Uh, it, it just blows my mind. It really does. I just, uh, I'm at a point where I'm just ready to fight. You know, I know that's not, uh, uh not the answer and, uh, uh that's, that's not, uh, the Lord would rather us try to handle things as peaceably as possible. But, uh, my redneck side says, let's go to war, you know, and uh, I put a line, uh, right through the middle of Virginia, all the way down to the country. Say, all you liberals, you all can have that side. And, those of us who love this country can have this side, you know, uh, seeing some of the vile comments this morning because Tennessee has dared to uh, keep men out of women's restrooms and some of the, the, the fact that anybody could even possibly uh, defend that position is just laughable. Uh, that You know, it's just, uh, or, or and then the other thing was on the driver's license in New Jersey. Now, you don't have to put male or female, you can just put X. You know, and this the support for mental illness is, is all this is. It, it is um, a spiritual, mental uh, illness that these people have, and uh, we're going to stand up and we're going to stand out uh, for our convictions as Christians. Uh, I was reading an article uh, yesterday. I sent it to Dad uh, by Ken Ham. You know, Ken Ham's. Uh, we actually brought him in to speak at Freedom Hall a few years back. Uh, nice man. He's the one who has the Ark Encounter in Kentucky, and um, he had one of his. Um, uh, uh, colleagues uh, was speaking at a church 
and because he was talking about creationism, talking about Adam and Eve, talking about one man, one woman, the pastor pulled him aside. Apparently they had two services, pulled him aside and said that his uh, stand, uh, that he was saying that uh, uh, he didn't agree with the young creation uh, uh, that he was uh, teaching and that he's making people feel uncomfortable because of his stand against LGBTQ. This is a church now that did not agree with what God's holy word is saying and how it was created and had a problem with God's word talking about that marriage between a man and a woman and was speaking against LGBTQ and uh, told that pastor he needed to change his message before he could go back out there. That is, it is sad to see the state that our churches are in. And now they have compromised with the world. And now they no longer want to stand for what is right and stand for on God's word. If you have a problem with the very beginning of the Bible, you're going to have a problem with the whole thing. You know, I, I do believe in a young earth. I know people don't want to hear that, but I do. I do believe that God created in six days, rested on the seventh. Uh, we can see that it was a literal 24-hour day just by the Hebrew, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the Yoda that is in there, uh, that, uh, the declension that shows uh, in reference to a literal 24-hour day. There are those out there who believe in uh, theistic uh, evolution. Uh, they believe that God set things in motion and then we evolved. That's not how it worked. And uh, so it amazes me how people can have a problem with the uh, uh the very beginning of the Bible, have a problem with what God has put in place and want to defend perversion, want to defend mental illness, want to defend the, 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 the vileness of this world and water down God's word to compromise with it. And we have to stand out, guys. We go, we've got to stand out for what is right and for what is true and what is holy. And the world's going to hate us. So let's look over here at our verse this morning. I think it kind of ties in a little bit with our verse. We're going to Second Corinthians 12, 9. It's in Corinthians 12 now says, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power made perfect in weakness. You know, when we look at this verse here, of course, we know we're talking about the Apostle Paul. And, uh, uh, you know, he's, you know, often prayed for that thorn in the flesh to be removed uh, from him. Uh, what that thorn is, uh, we don't know. Some things that... Uh, Maybe it was his wife that was giving him a hard time. Maybe she was nagging him to death or something. I don't know. Uh, maybe uh, it was a physical ailment. They said that he might have had very poor eyesight, even though uh, he was blinded and and and, and, and I healed him and, and he could see uh, that uh, still yet he might have had uh, some difficulty seeing. I don't know. Uh, the, the, some thought it might have been a demon that tormented him. Again, we don't know. They're just those are just some some theories that are thrown out there as to what that thorn in the flesh is. But his his point is, and what he's saying in this verse, and it's something that we can all relate to, is that we need to have total dependence on God. And when we are at our weakness, sometimes you know our weakest rather. But he said to me, "My grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in weakness." Therefore, I boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Because, you know, if all you know is strength, if all you know is victory, if all you know, then then you're less dependent upon God. But when you are dealing through those trials, through those tribulations, whether it's physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, uh, whatever it may be, we understand that need for God. We understand that need that we cannot do these things on our own that we can only be successful spiritually 
through God alone. And, uh, you know, it is, um, even Charles Spurgeon, uh, you know, he's a great uh, theologian, pastor, and he uh, uh, was beating himself up uh, for a sermon he had preached. He thought it was the weakest, worst sermon he could have ever preached. He went home and prayed and, and kind of found out that what he thought was his weakest sermon uh, over uh, over forty some people turned their life over to Jesus Christ and ministered more to them than than the sermons he thought were were great, and uh, and I felt that way. There was many a time I told my wife I said, man, that sermon was horrible. Uh, I missed the mark on that and had more response than the ones that uh, I thought were good. And you know, when we look back, we can see those times in our lives when we were going through those trials. Those, those footprints in the sand, so to speak, where we uh, felt like we were all alone. We felt like we were struggling. And it was God who was carrying us. It was God who was strengthening us. It was God who was encouraging us. And you can look back and see how you were probably closer to God during those weakest moments and times in your life than those times you were probably on those mountain peaks and, uh, and not having any trouble. And, uh, you know, it's tough. Like I say, I, I uh, physically, you know, I have a lot of health issues. And uh, I have to really depend on the Lord to, to give me the strength to, like even this morning, to even do this devotions because I, uh, I'm exhausted. I, I was up all night and I am just absolutely exhausted. But it's God that gives me the clarity of mind, uh, the strength to be able to do this devotion this morning. I don't know what you all are dealing with. I don't know. Each and every one of you may have something in your life you're dealing with, whether it's past experiences, present experiences, health issues mental issues, emotional issues, whatever it may be. We know during those weakest times that God is there. His grace is sufficient. And when God bestows that much grace upon us, we need to make sure we're showing that grace towards others around us, that we're displaying God's attributes to those around us. Yes, we've received those things, and it's wonderful and it's great. We need to make sure that we're also showing that to those around us. You know, as a parent, uh, you know, it's great to hear your your children uh, mimicking you uh, in, uh, in how they react towards other people. And if you, if, just like my little girl, I, I, I told you all this before, I, I walked, when she was a, just little, I walked by a room she was playing and she said, uh, and she had little dolls and she said, do you know Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior? And, uh, and, and because she had heard her daddy talk to others about the Lord and so she was mimicking that. And uh, that has always touched me uh, that, uh, you know, you never know how much your children are watching you. There could be a, a flip side to that. It's like, uh, was it that country song where uh, the guy's driving, he says a bad word, then his son says the bad word, you know, so you got to, you know, there, there's that flip side that is not honoring and you hope they don't imitate. But as Christians, we want to make sure that we're imitating the things of God. We're demonstrating the things of God. We're showing that uh, who is in control and first in our lives. You know, and so then we, as a result, we can look at verse 10 here. It says, for, let me go here. I didn't have a slide for this. I'm sorry. Uh, for the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. So we look at this here a little, little closely. Uh, John Piper uh, had laid this out uh, in a little more detail. Uh, these are not my words. Again, this is from John Piper. It says, you know, when we see here insults, when people think of clever ways of making your faith or your lifestyle or your words look stupid or weird or inconsistent, when we are giving out field, finding your field of dreams at the stadium, I heard one man saying mockingly, and the Lord said, play ball, and all the friends laughed. 
So we have people out there who are going to insult us as Christians. Remember, they see us as a threat. They see us as homophobic. They see us as bigoted. They see us as hate-filled. They see us as judgmental. That's the way the world perceives us and sees us, and that's what the devil wants. They want to, they, he wants the world to hate us. And as I said before, God's word tells us, don't be shocked. The world's going to hate us. Why? Because they first hated Christ. So don't let it be a surprise. Let your light shine all the more in spite of those insults, hardships, circumstances forced upon you, reversals of fortune against your will. This could refer to any situation where you feel trapped. You didn't plan it or think it would be this way, but there you are, and it's hard. Yes, we all face hardships of some kind, form or fashion. And uh, that's when you, like my grandfather used to say, pull yourself up by your bootstraps and keep on going. You know, uh, during those hardships is when we have to look to God and say, God, I can't do this on my own. And you draw from his strength. You draw from his mercy to endure that hardship. Persecutions, wounds or abuses or painful circumstances or acts of prejudice or exploitation from people because of your Christian faith or your Christian moral commitments is when you are not treated fairly, you get a raw deal. And uh, as Christians, sometimes we don't get a raw deal. I mean, sometimes we don't get a good deal. We get a raw deal, rather. And uh, just like I was talking about my daughter wanting Sundays off and uh, how this uh, local grocery store was giving her a hard time and it got smart with her and even tried to schedule her on Easter knowing that her father and grandfather were pastors and uh, specifically asked off. And, you know, and I can understand, you know, if this was a career, you know, which it isn't, uh, you know, sometimes you have to work days or hours you don't want to. But when you got a little teenage kid out there and very few show interest in church, you can't tell me these people can't accommodate that. And so you just see how people out there, they, they don't care. And they want to exploit your kindness, your forgiveness, your love. And, uh, and they want to use you and abuse you as Christians. So we have to be on our guard. Remember, we have to be as wise as serpents and harmless as doves. And so we are not going to be treated fairly. Uh, and uh, it's tough, particularly in a work situation, when you see people out there with their buddies out there smoking and goofing and doofing. You're inside working your tail off, and they come inside and criticize you, and you're thinking, you're just outside playing. Why am I getting criticized? But anyway, we'll not go there because I've had a lot of jobs, and sometimes some bitterness creeps up. So, <laughs> But to calamities or distresses or difficulties or troubles, the idea is one of pressure or crushing or being weighed down, Circumstances that tend to overcome you with stress and tension. And, uh, you know, when you look at stress and tension, uh, it, it's not going to get you anywhere. You know, I deal with a lot of stress. I don't always handle it well. And uh, it's the one, one of the number one uh, 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 factors into to heart attacks. And so we're going to have to, to let that stuff go. And it's hard to do when you're stressed about finances and you're stressed about uh, your family, uh, you know, uh, I said my son just moved to Florida, start a business down there, and uh, it just it stresses me out worrying about him. My little girl, uh, she's, whenever she leaves the house, it stresses me out. Every time Brandy's mean to me, it stresses me out. And, uh, uh, yeah, of course, I say it last one tongue-in-cheek. But, um, you know, we're going to have to learn how to deal with that stress. And how do we deal with that? We give it to God. 
when we give our weaknesses to God who strengthens, strengthens us to overcome and endure those weaknesses, those trials, those hardships, those persecutions. We are made perfect in our weaknesses. Why? Because we show our humility. We show our dependence upon God. So remember, we're not just receivers of God's grace and mercy. We also have to give that grace and mercy. So be an encouragement to those around you today. Look around and see someone who may be struggling and show that light of Christ to them. Show that love of Jesus to them. And uh, let, let, your, uh, uh, let God's grace flow through you. And uh, so realize we're not alone. We're all in this together. We're all battling. We're all fighting. So let's just get it all over to God today. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, I just pray that you be with us. Help us, Lord Jesus, to be a witness for you. Help us to serve you and do what is right in your eyes. Help us to understand that you make us perfect through our weaknesses, that we're showing our dependence upon you, and let us be dependent upon you and serve you well. And Lord, for someone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us. Lead us, God, and want you to protect us till we meet again. And Lord, I pray that you be with our nation and its leaders. They'll come to know you before it's too late. I pray for uh, Wendy Lee and Kim Penix and Ginger Hood and Troy and Lynn and David Feathers and Roger Winters and Jane Kitchings and Larry and Dinah Knight and uh, uh, Ron Thompson and, uh, Lord, so many others uh, who have offered up prayer requests for those loved ones who are sick or in the hospital or maybe dealing with loss. The Lord be with us. Let it be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. Uh, good morning, a Angie Blevins and Karen Smith. Appreciate you guys. And uh, don't forget, if you ever have trouble watching devotions or sermons uh, on Facebook, you can always watch on our uh, website at flbconline.com. And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Donk Young Chronicles on Apple iTunes, free of charge and uh, audio only, but you can listen to all the devotions as you're going out and about your day. I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.